Hello, Live Love Laughers, Positivity Junkies. I am back after almost two years of stopping my podcast and not recording another episode. I'm here again, and you might be wondering and asking the questions, what happened? Why? Why did you stop? Why did you not continue? And I can honestly say nothing really happened and everything happened. Um, imposter syndrome to its highest kicked in. After 18 episodes and really amazing feedback for my podcast and loving doing it, all of a sudden I just had all of these questions to myself. Who am I to record the podcast? I'm nobody in this world and I'm trying to kind of put out my thoughts on things that probably have way more wiser people to do so. And then it just kind of completely struck me of how difficult it is to deal with imposter syndrome. And for me, it took almost two years to be back and I am now ready to go and then really put less pressure on myself. How am I going to do it and what am I going to do and what am I going to record? What are the topics that I'm going to talk about? Because I just love doing it and I just want to do this for the joy of doing it. And if you are someone who is um, struggling with that getting starting something, can it be your business, uh, dream, um, your new course that you always wanted to study and you don't know what imposter syndrome is, then you might be suffering from it. And it is one of those things that it you feel like the inability to believe that success is deserved um, and it has legitimately achieved and achieved by your own results and efforts and no one helped you. You always have these thoughts in your head when you do something amazing that you cannot celebrate because this is the time when you're going to be found out. You're going to be found out that you are not good at this or someone helped you or all of these bullshit, to be fair, that's going in your head because none of those things actually happen. And you do know that. You do know that fact that you've done this on your own and you're still questioning yourself. And I never actually realized like how much I am actually suffering from this, like with everything I do in life. And the more I wanted to get started and the more I wanted to continue uh, the podcast, the more I was blocking myself, essentially, and the more I was just kind of really asking the wrong questions from myself all, all the time of you have to have a, a deep and meaningful episode at every single time. If you don't have people with every single episode, at least one person, then you won't actually, what, what's the point? Why? What's the purpose of you doing this? And all of these thoughts, instead of just kind of like letting it go, and then just enjoying what I'm doing and then enjoying the creativity of broadcast creating. And and I think also like with pandemic, there were the podcast industry kind of boomed and also kind of exploded. People listening to podcasts right, left and center and really incredible people creating podcasts and recording podcasts. And, and they now have it recorded with their face and then they have it recorded and posted on YouTube as a YouTube channel with videos and celebrities and 
And you name it, you know it, because you are on this podcast, potentially listening to me and then listening to millions of other celebrities who are recording podcasts. And if I learned one thing from going through these last two years of not recording uh, my podcast, I only hurt myself and my creativity and not believing and allowing my own space and allowing my own creativity to strive with or without success, with or without people listening, because the aim of the game is at the end of the day is just the joy of doing it. The joy of doing it, the joy of kind of putting myself out there, being brave to record something and then putting that out there, my thoughts, making myself vulnerable day in, day out with every episode and just let my creativity flow in it. As I said in previous episodes, I always record these episodes pretty much unscripted. I am having a topic in my head and then I just kind of go into it and then tell you what I think, tell you what my experiences and life journey was in that area. And I came back to almost be my own accountability body, my own almost kind of bar for my own self that, yes, I can do this. And imposter syndrome is in my life every single day. But who is there to be able to redefine that in my head? And then who is that person who actually can just say, fuck it, I'm just going to do this anyway. And and I'm not going to let imposter syndrome to stop me from doing something that I love so much for almost two years. And I think this is the biggest learning for the last week from the last two years for me. And the more I read about it, how do you overcome imposter syndrome? What are the things that you do? They sound so kind of easy to follow and still so difficult to make that a reality. I really felt always through that, like I'm literally just 20 minutes away. Just sit down and record 20 minutes and something somehow anyway just stops you doing that and if you are someone who I kind of like really relate to what I'm saying right now all I can tell you that you are not alone Uh, probably this is the biggest um, learning that the more I share the more I've been encouraged that you should be doing it I loved listening to it like you should come back and you always have your support but at the end of the day you have to make the steps and you have to believe that you can do it. And honestly, I can say to you from the bottom of the heart, from my bottom of my heart, that it is possible. It is possible. And I think what I kind of wrote down for myself, how I'm going to overcome it with my own way, is my number one to overcome imposter syndrome from here on, is share my feelings, share how I feel about it, share how I have struggles, that someone who is a very strong character and people always kind of look up to me seeing like, oh, you can achieve whatever you do. You always like, you are so strong. You are People wanting to say those things to you, like with all their heart and just positivity and really, really support. What they don't understand, saying something like that to you could mean 
to you as hearing it, the worst possible thing, because you're already putting yourself under so much pressure, and that almost is an other level, an other bar of pressure for yourself. Like, shit, I'm being so seen so strong. I have to be strong. I have to be strong all the time, not just for myself right now, but for everybody else who sees me as strong. Because then, if they see me crumble, then they will have their belief also smashed that, like, I am not strong anymore. But what it makes me also, it makes me look like a human, that I am not a robot anymore. So sharing your feelings of whatever that is, whatever you are struggling with, or you are actually not appreciating certain, like, supportive comments because it actually destroys you inside, is also a sharing your feelings. And you are not. And then believe me, if you are surrounded with friends, they will understand what you are telling them. Also celebrate your successes. I genuinely don't think I do that or I don't do it enough. I now started kind of putting down the last couple of years certain milestones in my life. And even if it's just kind of the thought on the day and I don't do anything for it, I just kind of like like to now knowing those milestones, knowing those celebration occasions that, hey, I, you achieved this. You, you, you've you got through those things. And, and hey, and you are one year after your fourth knee operation. And that's something to celebrate that you then just kind of came back and and then now able to go down to the gym and then pick up other fitness exercises that you love doing. And, and maybe I just don't give myself enough credit for doing those things. And another thing that I am extremely, extremely guilty of, and I'm pretty sure many of you potentially are, that unless it's perfect, I'm not doing it. We have to let go perfectionism. It's, it's just not something that's realistic. And in our current world, with all sorts of social media and really a lot of pressure of being perfect, it's just not healthy. It's just not healthy. The more we're doing something, the better we will get. And if we don't get perfect, what happens? Is there a rule book? Is there some kind of award right, left and center? I have to realize, like, who is going to think what I do is perfect? It could be completely unperfect for someone else. So is there really a bar for perfectionism? What does it even mean? Someone would try to explain it to you. It would not make sense. So it's just something bullshit. Let's just now put this out of our lives. We don't have to be perfect. And you know what? Actually, it's better we are not perfect. Because if we would be all based on the same standards, be perfect, we would be all the same. And then we wouldn't have that reality of a human color for beautiful world that we live in. So why? Why are we constantly wanting to strive for perfectionism? And I had to kind of tell it to myself, it's just just do it. Just do it. I. It doesn't matter how or what way. It's just going to be your own way of doing it. Almost I want to put out a petition. Let's just cancel that word perfect. <laughs> Let's just not have that in our lives. 
And then the other thing is like, we have to be just so much kinder to ourselves, which I always say, and I say to you, be kind to yourself and listen to yourself. And the least kind I am is myself. I'm never kind to myself. Why is that? I accept myself now after a very long journey of torturing myself all the time. I'm not good enough. And now at least I'm accepting myself, but being kind to myself is, I would say, a virtue and definitely something that we have to work on day in, day out. It's so hard to achieve, but it's not unachievable. And I am on this journey now with you again to really practice that compassion for myself that I don't have to people please all the time. And that's another reason and another kind of element of overcoming um, imposter syndrome that stop people pleasing. I am guilty of that all the time. I'm constantly pleasing everybody else and putting myself to the last of the row. And it's just not healthy. And then if you do that, you cannot actually be kind to yourself because you, by the time you go, go to yourself, you are so exhausted by pleasing everybody else that you have actually no time and energy left for your own self. So how can you be kind to yourself when you have no space left for your own self? And another thing is we have to share our failures. I know we live in a world when everything is just about beautiful and gorgeous and, and everything that's just all the happy stuff, that things that went right and then everything that we achieved. But I personally think that now, especially this last two years, um, failures are almost better <laughs> than things that we uh, have already and then things that are beautiful because failures are the only things that teach us something. The only things where we have growth areas, where we can really go into how can we better ourselves. So I almost think that we need to kind of flip a switch in our head of sharing failures can potentially prevent someone else to do the same. It's minimum making someone else aware but maybe it's even a realization, a penny drop moment for these people. And even if it's one person, I mean, that's better than just kind of like them. It's great still for you to share all your happiness. But don't forget about the other side, because we can't be better of who we are. And we can't just kind of go into a growth area with just only the happy things. It's like this saying, you know, like without rain, there is no rainbow. And it is true. It just can't be done. And then the other thing is we just have to accept those things, that they are part of our life. And then we will screw up as humans. And we will have like days when we say the wrong things, do the wrong things, and we're not necessarily wanting to say those things and do those things. And something within us just... just trigger us and then just 
became a monster or some kind of like other elements of our, like other parts of our own lives and and you just like bloody how, how how did I do that why did I say that like to person someone I love the most and and then we just had to accept that it's because we are humans what follows is more important than what you've done or said how is your behavior changed are you able to say sorry and mean it? Because I know many people who are extremely quick of saying sorry, but actually do not mean it. And I think I found this amazing, amazing saying that like the biggest sorry that you can do is the change of behavior. That's when you are really sorry. And we have to accept that we will screw up and accept it, but then definitely already go into what did I learn? How can I be better? How can I actually not do that again? We will screw up in so many ways, but if we do it like less or in, in, in other ways, already learned something from it, it's a win. It's a win. And... I think we just kind of need to go through this life, which is not easy. <laughs> and I think the biggest thing that comes from everything I've just said in this episode is how to be kind to yourself and the bar you're raising for your own self. And then how is that affecting you and your mental health? on an everyday basis. If you now do an exercise and, and, and you just kind of look into it, okay, do I have imposter syndrome? You might say, no, I don't have it. But you might say, yes, actually, I might have it. Or I, I don't know. Do I have it? I'm, I'm not really sure. So then ask yourself again, is there something that you really, really want to do, but you have not done it? And not because of life stopping you, but because you and your own beliefs in your own self stopping you to do that thing, then just go into it. What is it and why are you not doing that? And then just go back to all of these things I've learned. Maybe hopefully they're going to help you in some ways or forms to are you share your feelings about those things that why are you not doing those did you celebrate any of your successes that you had up until that point that you stopped doing that one thing? Are you someone who is constantly striving for perfectionism and just really wanting to start or get going with something unless it's absolutely perfect? Are you kind to yourself? Would you be able to say, well, let's just start it one step at a time and then we'll see how it goes. Let's not look at the end. Yes, we have the end, but let's, you know how they say, let's eat the elephant bite, 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 bite. And do you share your failures? Why are you stopped? What 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 is that thing that's stopping you? What What is that? Thing that you feel like it's a failure and therefore you can't do those things. Are you a people pleaser? All of these questions, ask all of these questions from yourself 
And then just have a look. What is that one thing that you so want to do and anyone else than yourself is stopping you? And if it's only yourself, why not start it tomorrow? I am here now to be your example after two years of coming back and really committed and wanting to do this and wanting to be out there, putting myself out there. I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know all the topics I'm going to talk about. I might talk about different things at different episodes or even several different things in one episode. All I want to do is just wanting to kind of share that you are not alone. Positivity exists no matter what. And there won't be a perfect journey. But you are here and you are with me and we can do this. I hope you will have an incredible day and thank you so much for listening and I'll see you and hear you on the next episode.